And they're like, why? I'm like, I was tired. And then they're like, what else did you do? I was like, I drank some pre-workout. And they're like, why? I'm like, oh, no, I had it on me. So anyways, man, next thing you know, like, they're like getting my heartbeat to go down. Yeah, you can laugh. It was crazy. But I literally thought, I'm going to die. I literally thought, dude, this is how I'm going out. You know, like, local high school wrestler drinks too much caffeine and dies. You know, like, true story. True story. Some of y'all have heard that story. But, man, that was an adventure. That was an adventure. That was an unusual and exciting, typically uh, hazardous experience or activity. And look, we all have we all have these stories. We all have stories where, like, we might have done something stupid or we might have, um, maybe you drank too much caffeine, you know. Maybe you uh, drank an entire two-liter Mountain Dew and, like, thought you were going to die. Someone throw a story at me. you got 20 seconds. Come on, hit me one. Crazy story. Crazy experience. Time where you're like, man, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't, where, I don't know where I'm going. I'm on an adventure. And, man, like, I might die. Summer camp. Summer camp. Come on, hit me. How? Camp. All right, keep it going. Yep. You thought you were going to die? Crazy adventure? Dang. All right, one more. One more. Hit me. Hit me. One more. Come on. We've got, we got to get this thing going. Come on. Dude, I don't, dude if it's crazy, the crazier the better. Come on. What? Come on. Anyone? Y'all want me to tell y'all another one? All right. One time, man, me and my buddies, some of y'all know, know these guys. Uh, one of them's here. Dude, uh, he had a four-wheeler, all right? I was a freshman in high school, and we put, like, four guys on this four-wheeler. And, uh, and, dude, it was, like, it was tight, man. We were, like, going around this neighborhood, and, uh, and like, dude, like, four guys on a four-wheeler isn't a good idea. We're going around this neighborhood, and, like, we're about to get hit by cars. We're about to do this. We're about to do that. Next thing you know, the cops get called on us because we're, like, hitting donuts in this person's uh, yard. And, and, but it was an adventure. It was an adventure. And look, we all have stories of, of these adventures, of these uh, times in our lives where it's like, man, what was I doing? And why was I doing that? You know, like maybe it's summer camp. Maybe it's hitting donuts in a yard on a four-wheeler. Maybe it's you drinking too much caffeine like me because I'm crazy. But when I think of someone who is constantly um, witnessing an adventure, I think of Paul. And I titled this message, Following Jesus is an Adventure. Following Jesus is an Adventure. I think of Paul. Paul went on, on three missionary journeys. He went on three different missionary journeys. Uh, traveled all over to tell people about Jesus. Traveled all over to tell people about Jesus. He even went to Rome at one point to tell people about Jesus. Some believe that he even went to Spain to tell people about Jesus. But three missionary journeys. Three, three adventures. Three long-term adventures. Three missionary trips to go around to tell people about one name, one name that matters. And you might ask, what happened to him on his journeys? What happened to him uh, on his trips? What happened to him uh, when he was on these adventures to follow Jesus, to tell people about Jesus? What happened? In 2 Corinthians 11, 22 uh, through 33, he tells us, and, and he's, he starts off saying, you know, I'm not... I'm not boasting. I'm just letting you know. And he even says, like, I sound out of my mind. But he's telling the Corinthian church. He's telling the Corinthian church the things he's been through. So I'm going to read this. It starts, it says, 
Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they Abraham's descendants? So am I. Are they servants of Christ? I am out of my mind to talk like this. I am more. I have worked much harder, been in prison more frequently, been flogged more severely, been exposed to death again and again. Five times I received from the Jews the forty lashes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was pelted with stones. Three times I was shipwrecked. I spent a night and a day in the open sea. I've been constantly on the move. I've been in danger from rivers, in danger from bandits, in danger from fellow Jews, in danger from Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at sea, and in danger from false believers. I've been, I've labored and toiled and have often gone without sleep. I've known hunger and thirst and have often gone without food. I've been cold and naked. Besides everything else, I face daily pressure of my concern for all the churches. Who is weak and I do, I do not feel weak? Who is led to sin and I do, I do not inwardly burn? If I must boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness. The God and the Father of our Lord Jesus, who is to be praised forever, knows that I am not lying. In Damascus, the governor under King Eretus had the city of uh, Damascus guarded in order to arrest me, but I was lowered in a basket from a window in the wall and slipped through his hands. And Paul, he's telling the, the Corinthian church, he's telling them all the things he's, he's witnessed, all the things he's gone through. Man, constantly on the move, been pelted by stones, been whipped three times, he's been beaten by rocks. Man, he, he, he was going to be killed because of his faith. And he slips through the hands by going throughout a wall. I mean, throughout, yeah, throughout a wall. He says that I've been constantly on the move. Uh, spent a night and day in the open sea. Shipwrecked. I've been naked. I, I've, been, I've been this. I've been that. I, I've, been, I've been hungry. It's, it's crazy all the stuff he went through. Crazy. Crazy all the stuff he went through. Uh, I'm going to read this part again. He says, I have been constantly on the move. I've been constantly on the move. Anyone ever been on the move? Like just from here to there and you're just like, God, when are you going to let me stay? Like when are you going to let me stay? Like, I think about Paul, man. He, like everything you can think of. Danger from rivers. Danger from bandits. Danger from fellow Jews. He's naming everything that he's gone through. Uh, naming everything that he's gone through. Naming everything he, he's witnessed on his adventure. Why? Following Jesus. You might ask, why would a man do that? Why would he endure all that? Why? Why, why, why would you deal with, with all this suffering, with, with everything that Paul just talked about? Why, why would he go through all that? Why? I, want you, I just want you to think about it for a second. Why would Paul go through all that? Because it seems unhuman. It seems unrealistic. It seems crazy. It seems crazy. In my study, you know why I believe he went through all this? Because he lives for Jesus. Because he lives for Jesus. When we follow Jesus, we look crazy. When we follow Jesus, we endure things. When we follow Jesus, we witness things. Man, when we follow Jesus, there's no telling who you're going to come across. There's no telling the things you're going to go through. There's no telling the people you're going to meet. There's no telling how you're going to see God work in your life. I guarantee if you ask Paul, he'd say it's worth it. He'd say, you know what, man, I'd go through all of that again. You know why? Because, man, that was an adventure. Was it hazardous? Oh, yeah. Was it hazardous? Oh, you bet. 
but I do it all over again. I, I preached about this before, but one of my favorite stories about Paul is he's preaching, he's preaching, and he's preaching the gospel, and these people stone him, drag him out of the city, think that they killed Paul. Man, he wakes up, and guess what he does? Wakes up, he walks back in the city, keeps preaching the gospel. Why? Because he lives for Jesus. In Philippians, he, he, he writes to the uh, Philippian church, Church of Philippi, He's in, he's in chains. He's in prison. You could add that to his list of the things he's been through. He's in prison. He's writing. He's this. He's that. But he says, for, for me, for me, it's Philippians 121. He says, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. For me to live is Christ. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Now, I'm studying that passage. And I look at the Greek and the, the word live in that, in that passage is zaeo. All right? Zaeo. Meaning to live, meaning to breathe, meaning to enjoy real life, meaning to have true life, uh, meaning to be active, meaning to be blessed. So put, put those words in there. For, for me, to live is Christ. For me, to breathe is Christ. For me, to enjoy real life is Christ. For me, to have true life is Christ. For me, to be active is Christ. For me, to be blessed is Christ. It's all about Christ. For me, to live is Jesus Christ. And for me, to die is gain. You look at that other word, gain, it also means advantage. It's to my advantage. It's to my advantage that I follow Jesus. It's to my advantage that I die. But man, me living, it's Jesus. It's Jesus. And man, uh, I don't, any, any of y'all know who Eugene Peterson is? Um, he wrote the message. He's a Hebrew scholar. His translation for this verse is, alive, I'm Christ's messenger. Dead, I'm his prize. And he goes on to say, life versus even more life. I can't lose. He says, life versus even more life. I can't lose. I want you to know, you cannot lose following Jesus. You can't lose. You can't lose following Jesus. You cannot lose following Jesus. Man, if you're Paul, you're going through the beatings. Guess what? You can't lose Man, you're, you're naked and afraid. You can't lose. Hey, you, you, uh, you're constantly on the move. You can't lose. You can't lose. You won't lose. It's going to be worth it. Every step of the way that when you follow Jesus. Every step of the way. At every step. Every turn. At every adventure. High, low. It's going to be worth it. Why? You can't lose. For me to live is Christ. And to die is gain. So I want to ask you, are you living for Christ? Just truly ask yourself, are you truly living for Christ? Living for Christ. Living for Christ. And is this your mindset? Is this your mindset? When I, when I read that passage um, in Philippians, Philippians 121, I always think back um, to a story in the Old Testament of Esther. Anyone know the story of Esther? She, she uh, was a Jew, and then she became a queen, and uh, her, her uncle Mordecai and, and, and her keeping contact, and um, the, the king writes this decree saying that he's going to kill all the Jews, but he doesn't realize that Esther is a Jew. And so Mordecai tells Esther, she, he, he's like, hey, you need to do something about this. This, this literally might be the, the, the one reason that you were created. This might be your time. 
And she's like, I don't know. And he's like, no, like you need to do this. And there's this rule, there's this decree, meaning that um, no one can go see the king without a royal official. And she hadn't seen the king in a month. And she tells Mordecai, if I go see the king, I'm going to be killed. They'll kill me if I don't have, a, if I don't have an official. And, she, and Mordecai's like, man, you need to think about this. And she says this. Esther 4.16 says, if I must die, I must die. If I must die, I must die. If I must perish, I must perish. So what she do? She walks in there, tells the king, hey, you can't kill the people. I'm Jewish. You can't kill the Jewish people. Saves, saves the Jews. Saves the Jews. All because, because she walked in and said, you know what? I don't care what, what's going on here. If I, if, I, if I die, you know what? I die. I'm going to follow the Lord. I'm going to listen to my people. That's what I want to ask you tonight. That's what I want to ask you tonight. Do you care about your people? Do you care about your generation? Do you care about um, your family, your friends? Do you care? But people are hurting, guys. People are hurting. But we, we carry around something special. We carry around a love that changes lives. We carry around a joy that can change people, change their lives, change history. We can. But we've got to have the mindset of Esther and Paul. And I'm going to be honest with y'all. When I look in this room, I see Esther's. I see Paul's. I see Peter's. I see disciples. I see apostles. I see people going and making a difference for our generation, for our world. I see life changers, world changers. I see people seriously taking the gospel serious and impacting others. But because of one thing, because of one mindset, and it's for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. There's a story I'm, I'm constantly reading these books um, about just crazy people doing crazy stuff for the Lord. And there is uh, this woman named Kelly. Um, she, this was years ago. I can't, say, I can't pronounce her last name. Her name's Kelly. And she felt like, uh, she, felt like she needed to go to this, this town called Boys Town in Mexico. And uh, she went on a mission trip with her church, and, and she, she felt called to stay. So she, she graduates high school, and uh, her brother dies. And she's, she's got this entire plan. She's got this entire plan to stay um, in Mexico, and, but her brother dies, and her parents are like, man, what are you going to do? And she's like, I'm still going. So you know what she does? She, she goes to Mexico. She goes to this place called Boys Town. Boys Town is a prostitute town. Boys Town is a town that, man, if you go, good luck. It's just full of prostitutes, full of uh, gang violence, uh, full of drug dealers. And she goes by herself. And she's staying in this, uh, this vicinity where she's like the only Christian there. And she's like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to make a difference. So she goes. And everyone's like, you're crazy. And she's like, I'm just doing what God's calling me to do. So she goes. And, and you know what she does? She walks around this vicinity. And she, she just prays. She just prays. She keeps praying. She keeps praying. And she becomes friends with some prostitutes. She, she uh, becomes friends with some uh, drug dealers. She becomes friends with some uh, uh, cops out there. The cops, they're, they're not really cops. But she just keeps praying. She keeps praying. She's walking around this vicinity. Next thing you know, people start to hear about her. People start to, to realize who this is. And, and finally, this guy says, that this uh, big-time guy meets her and he says, look, are you not scared? Like, do you understand that you could be, like, assaulted? That you could probably be uh, sold? But do you understand? She's like, yeah, I'm, I'm frightened. I'm frightened. But this is what God's called me to do. 
And she says that every time she walks around the building, that her heart just beats unrealistically. She said every, every truck that pulls by, every prostitute that comes up to her, every person that she sees, her heart just begins to just beat, go fast, you name it. But she's having that mindset that for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. And man, she, guess what? She ends up making a, an impact at, at that place in Boys Town. People remember who that woman is in Boys Town. Next thing you know, uh, churches go to that place in Boys Town. Uh, she, she led God to the Lord in Boys Town. All because she went. She went. She said, you know what? If I die, I die. But God's calling me to do this. So I want to ask you, what do you think God's calling you to do? What do you think on your adventure God's calling you to do? What do you think God wants you to do right now in your life? Like, y'all, like, I, like what do you think? And if you have these doubts, uh, man, you know, I had I have these thoughts. I want to do this. I want to do that. What, what are the doubts? Why are the doubts holding you back? Just think about that for a second. How, how are they holding you back? Because I'll be honest with you. Man, I got doubts. I got fears. Man, I struggle. But I'll tell you right now, I'm going all in. I don't care what's going on. I'm going all in. I want people to see who Jesus is. I want I want Jesus to be known. I want our town to be on fire. I want our churches to grow. I want I want life change. But it's going to take us saying, you know what? I must die. I must die. For me to live is Christ. To die is gain. You know, here's the question that a lot of people talk about. Like people people ask, um, you scared to die? Or like, would you rather uh, know when you die, when you die, or how you die? And we all we all have these these thoughts of death, you know. Like we all have these thoughts of death. But I really think we're we're asking the wrong question. I think we're having we're asking the wrong question. I don't think we need to be worried about death. I think we need to be worried about living. I think we need to be worried about living. Well, what is living? Ask yourself, what, what is living? You know, we have all these questions about death. You know, we have all these questions about when I'm going to die. How am I going to die? How old am I going to be when I die? But man, we don't ever talk about living. We don't ever talk about uh, living. We, I think about this Greek word, zeo, meaning to live, meaning to breathe, meaning to enjoy real life. Meaning to enjoy real life. So what is living? What is living? I think about John 17, 3. Jesus says, right before he's crucified, the next day, that night, he says, you know what? This is eternal life. He says, this is eternal life. To know the Father, the one true God, and to know the one whom he sent, who is Jesus Christ. That is true living. That is, that is real life. That is life now. Knowing, knowing what life is all about, not what that's about, that's when you're going to go and do things for the kingdom. When you're focusing on living today. Living today. Living now. Living now. And that's what I want for y'all. I want y'all to be on an adventure all in Jesus. We've got to have that. We've got to have that thought. We've got to have that mindset. So I'm going to pray. Gavin's going to uh, sing one more song. We'll break into groups. But think about that, this last song. Let's pray. Father, I'm, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for these people here, Lord. 
God, I pray that we have the mindset of Paul, the mindset of Christ, the mindset of Esther. That regardless of what's going on in our day-to-day, we know that you're still good and that you're still working. I pray, Lord, that we focus on today, focus on living now, not death, but you, Jesus. So regardless of the struggles and the trials and the hardships, I pray that we press on and keep following you, Lord. Jesus, I'm praying.